Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going, <laughs> What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots postgame show. Marvin is on. Mike Nice. Ah, I can't even... Marv, I don't know what we just watched. The Patriots fold at the end of their game in the fourth quarter, losing to the Miami Dolphins 34-33. Marv, I'm convinced. There's a curse in Miami. Every time the Patriots go to Miami to play the Dolphins, something funny happens, some kind of fishy business. And they sometimes, they walk out of there with the loss. That's what happened in this game. And that play to end the lateral, what's it called? The lateral hurt around the world. Patriots lose a game in a way that you never want to see happen. And I'm literally at a loss for words here. You know, Mike, there's games that will always stick with you. There's plays that will always connect. This is not no Super Bowl. This is not a Super Bowl team. But, you know, when you think of plays that hurt, you think of David Tyree. Oh, you think of the help, the helmet catch. That's something that, you know, when I'm 60, 70, 80, I'm never going to forget. This lateral play, Mike, this kid. Woo! I don't know. I, I never, ever seen nothing like this. Never, ever. It, it, you didn't play well. You know, throughout this whole game, you didn't play well. But watching it, you believed, okay. Patriots still have control. No matter what's going on, they still have control of this game, despite the Guskowski kick, besides the Brady um, sack that he took at the end of the second half, besides all these things, Frank Gore going off, Brandon freaking Bolden <laughs> having 50-yard runs. Besides all of these transactions, you're telling yourself, all right, Patriots are still scoring. Gronk's having a great game. Brady, statistically wise, probably had one of his best games of the season. You know, Sony Michelle was moving the chains. Gordon had a decent game. Edelman had a great game. So you're like, oh, Patriots have this under control. You kick a field goal, leaving them with 16, like, not 16 minutes, 16 seconds left. Somehow, some way, you let up a la lateral play. They didn't even go down the field, a lateral play. And there's so much things we could talk about. I know you want to talk about Gronk being there, a safety, Patriots not being able to tackle. I'm lost. I'm lost for words. I don't know what to say. I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as you can see, the comments are flowing in right now. Everybody is in the same state that we're in. Woo! It's just – I'm hot, man. I'm hot. I'm I don't know, you, I'm burning I don't know up. I, how long I can do this. The bullets are sweating off. I'm hot. I should have wore, wore short sleeve. This is this is beyond me. Here's a play where the, every team in the NFL usually goes over this once in a while in practice. I look, you know, obviously a team might be in a situation where a Hail Mary is possible. So, you know, they'll bring in that tall receiver or the tall tight end. In this case, they brought in Gronkowski. And you set your, off, your defense, sorry, and your secondary up to defend 
the field, especially the end zone. And the thing is, Kent, I mean, I'm sorry, Miami had the ball at their, what, 20-yard line? They had the whole field to get down and score. And at the time, after the kickoff, there was maybe seven seconds on the clock. Seven. One play is all they had. And obviously, just a tip ball, bat it down, and it's over. Patriots are walking out of Miami victorious. And yes, I will get on Gronkowski because if you watch that play, the laterals happened, whatever. Miami was going to do any kind of trickery to get the ball as far down as to the end zone as they should do. Then you have Gronkowski back there. And even before the play, Mark, I said to you, maybe it shouldn't be Gronkowski. I just had that feeling. Right. I don't know. Maybe I got a sixth sense. Call me Miss Cleo. I don't know. Don't call me Miss <laughs> But if you're going to have somebody in there, I don't know. I just felt like it shouldn't have been Gronk. And then you watch the play take place. And Kenyon Drake is running by Gronk, and all of a sudden, Gronkowski seems to forget how to use his two legs that have got him through high school football, college football, and seven, eight years in the NFL. Gronkowski doesn't—he uh, doesn't look like he knows knows how to walk anymore. So he's stuttering his feet, and then he falls like all around. I can't believe that the Patriots—and you know Belichick, you know. Brian Flores, you know that the defense will not hear the end of this. Obviously, Belichick will stand in front of the press and say, look, it was a bad team effort. We know we made some mistakes. Got to coach better, got to play better. But when they get back to that locker room and they shut the doors off and it's just a team, whether it's team meetings, you know, after the game or tomorrow, whatever the case may be, they're going to let the team have it because that should never happen. I was just saying it's equivalent to in an NBA game or any basketball game. If a team is down and they inbound the ball underneath the basket and throw a full court shot to try just heave it, just to heave a full court shot and it swishes all net. That's the equivalent of what we just saw. More like a full court shot behind the <laughs> back, eyes closed, one arm. It, it it just something like that just never happens. How many times have we seen laterals? How many times we see it almost there? And this was really a miracle. Now, listen, Miami's not even going to go to the playoffs. I'll tell you that right now. They're not going to make the playoffs. So this loss, I, we say it every year. Something happens. Patriots do something weird at the end of the year where they mess up their seedings and where they stand. Right now, currently, while this is being taped, Kansas City is in overtime with the Baltimore Baltimore Ravens, whether they win or lose, you have Kansas City right there. Correction, Kansas City is now up 27-24 against Baltimore in overtime. In overtime, they're up. But you. bottom line is now, if Kansas City does win, the separation is there. You're not going to be able to get that you know, home court advantage to have the games go through Gillette. So you still have a problem playing on the road. This is another road game where you lost. Pittsburgh, they're right, right on your heels. Um, Houston, Houston Texans, they haven't lost in, in nine games. They are nine and three. You're currently sitting, what, with four, four losses now? You have four losses. So now you are playing wild card. You're playing wild card now. You put yourself in that position because you lost to this Miami's, de Miami's defense. This is where 
you had your special teams might play very well, not not kicking wise, but you blocked the you blocked two punts where you switched sides of the field and you were right there to score, right there to score. And that that um that play where Brady, you know, who had a great game, great game, but that boneheaded move he did to take the sack. That was huge. That's three points right there. Gaskowski. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, so. The, the extra point. Missed field goal. Extra point, missed field goal. That's four points. So that's possibly what? At least seven points you let out there. At least seven that you let out there, which is huge. Extra point, especially because if, if they scored, if they had scored, this game would be going into overtime. And you still believe, damn, Patriots let one go, but they're going to clean it up in overtime. Something always weird happens in Miami. Now? This loss is magnified. Chargers are playing well. Steelers, if they win, they can be, have a better record than you. Kansas City already has a better record than you, and Texans have a better record than you. Mike, if the Patriots don't make the Super Bowl, I don't care if people say I'm overreacting, this team is good, whatever it may be. The Patriots don't make the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now, we're going to be looking at this lateral play. This play was just bigger than just one loss. This was significant. Yeah, and obviously the lateral play was huge, but a guy you just mentioned, Steven Gaskowski, before it even got to this point, I was already putting a lot of blame on the way this game was unfolding on him. Like you just mentioned, missed point after the touchdown, missed field goal. He makes those. Patriots are winning this game, or in this case, they're tied heading into overtime. So, like I said in the beginning of the show, this is a curse because – Every time the Patriots head down to Miami, there's always something funny that takes place. The game plan is just magically, for some reason, switched up. Somebody's missing field goals and extra points when they usually are money throughout the whole season. They said Gaskowski's only missed an extra point of field goal in the same game three times in his career. Game, I forgot when. How long ago? The Super Bowl Super against Bowl. Philadelphia. We'll never forget the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl against Philadelphia, and then today, three times. Atlanta. Atlanta, sorry. Yeah. So the blame, in my opinion, is put on him because, yes, the Patriots' defense should have played better. The secondary should have played better. Kaskowski, he had an opportunity to have that separation with those points. And then, yeah, Brady as well with that weird end. Two times, though. The one to end the second half. And then even before that, where they got the field goal to go up, Patriots, I know trying to trying to kill clock, you need to put points on the board. I understand you want to run the clock out, leave Miami with as little time left when they get the ball, but you're already right there. You're in a position to score. Do it. Do it. Make that separation even greater and harder for Miami to even overcome. Because, yeah, obviously they get the ball back. If some kind of miraculous play happens, they win. Knowing that Kaskowski's missing field goals and extra points, don't even leave the door open for that opportunity to happen. And look where we're sitting now. One of the worst losses. One of the worst ways to end a game. Yeah. Not yeah. not 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 franchise history. We're talking NFL history. This this one you will we'll never forget. When you know, I don't know about you, Mike. Me, when the when the Patriots lose something like this, like if they lost a Super Bowl or playoff game, I take like a week off of sports. <laughs> I don't watch no sports, and I don't watch ESPN, Fox Sports One. It's just it just hurts. It hurts to see, and like a game like this, 
you're embarrassed. You feel embarrassed that you got out on a loss like this when you're facing Ryan Tannehill and Brock Osweiler, who Tannehill had a, a great game. 14 for 19, Mike, 265 yards, three touchdowns. He got sacked a lot of times. You know, the pass rush was there, yeah. but he was still getting out there. The running backs went crazy. Berserk. Frank Gore, 92 yards. He had, a, um, I believe, like a 45 run. I was like, this might be his biggest run <laughs> this whole season. Yeah. Brandon freaking Bolden had only three carries, Mike, prior to this game. He had only two this game. Still went off for 60 yards and two touchdowns. Revenge game. Kenyon Drake, you know he does most of his work with the passing down, but he has six carries himself for 24 yards. There's only one receiver that killed the <laughs> that killed the Patriots. Every receiver on the Miami Miami's team had one reception other than Kenny Stills. Yeah. Eight receptions, 135 yards for a touchdown. He was cooking. Cooking. He McCord. was Yep, he was cooking McCordy. Exactly. And it's crazy to again look at the receiving stats for Miami and the fact that Tannehill was not looking any other way. Everybody else had one target other than Devontae <laughs> Parker, four targets, one reception for 18 yards. They found the matchup that they wanted. But they went right at McCourty the whole game and stills had his way with him. And then you look on the reverse side of it. Yes, Brady had a great game. You know, three touchdown passes, uh, 27 of 43, 358 yards. But Miami did a solid job in containing the Patriots' run. If you look at Sony yeah. Michelle's stats, 20 yard, 20 carries, sorry, 57 yards, 2.8 yards per carry. That's not Sony Michelle-like numbers. He's been solid, rock solid the last several weeks. In a game like today, Miami contained him. And then you try to, you know, James White's not really the ball carrier. He'll fill in here and there. But the whole running backs of Sony Michelle, James White, and even trying to get Burkhead into the mix, it wasn't clicking today. They they played Miami's defense really played well stopping the run, but that wasn't the problem because Brady was getting whatever he wanted. Exactly. Especially in the first half. The first half Brady went was going crazy as well. He had a great game. He went twenty seven for forty three, three hundred and fifty eight yards, three touchdowns. You know, um, he spread the ball around as as he's been doing these past couple of weeks. Gronk, big game from Gronk. I was just saying how last week he's not going to be the guy that gets eight to ten reception. And you know, if you've been following me for a while, I've been wrong a lot. Yeah. So Gronk had eight receptions, hundred yards, and a touchdown. Josh Gordon six receptions, ninety-six yards. Great game. Edelman. I thought Edelman was awesome this game. One. I think this might have been one of his best games. Nine receptions, eighty-eight yards. He had a touchdown. Patterson. That touchdown Brady threw to Patterson. Come on now. He's come a long way, Mike. He's the top of his highlight reels. Ping, right there. Patterson, two receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. So, like, the ball was getting spread out on the offense. Defensively, what the hell happened? You went, you faced a better defense last week in the Vikings, yep. and you were able to control them. I know you was at home. You were able to, you know, neutralize Thielen and Diggs. And then, all of a sudden, you can't stop. The, you were able to neutralize Cooks as well and Murray. Then you let these running backs go crazy. You let Kenny Stills have a great game. McCordy, you your your job was to face these top top um echelon receivers. Kenny Stills is not there. Sure, he's got speed, but he's not up there compared to a Diggs and Thielen. He went crazy on this game. So the road is a problem. Miami 
clearly is a problem every year. Every year it's a problem. And it came to bite you in the ass this game because now you're nine and four. Yeah, you figured this is one of the games that the Patriots could easily, you know, knock off their radar, get the easy win, and then worry about heading into next week when you're taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nobody figured that the games against Miami or the Jets or Buffalo, whatever games they have left, those weren't the going to be the ones that they were struggling. Everybody had two games, you know, circled on their calendar for the second half of the season after the bye, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. The Patriots took care of business, and then next week against Pittsburgh. But then you take this loss to Miami. And now, like you said earlier, it just puts the Patriots in a position where you need a lot of chips to fall in certain places. It's tough. To get home field advantage, the number one seed, first round bye. And you're on the road. You're on the road next week, Mike. You're on the road next week against the Steelers. Like, We'll see what happens, you know, at the time this is being recorded right now. Steelers are just about to start their game. But we'll see what happens with the Steelers this week because every game now is must win. Absolutely. Chargers and Texans are ahead of you right now. So every game is must win. And now, like you said, you have to – now you got to hope. You got to hope teams lose this, things fall your way. But this right here, this is a game that's going to – it's gonna hurt. You see, as as more more and more the show goes on, I keep on buttoning my shoes. I'm getting hot. Just I don't know. I don't know what the hell I watch. I'm still shocked. And and I ah, it lost was just, words. again. It was just a play where teams prepare for that all the time. And the Patriots have been in that situation. We've seen Patriots in that situation many times where teams are gonna try to go for Hail Mary. They'll bring out. Gronk or Gordon or somebody just to be an extra body out there, tall guy to hopefully bat the ball down. But again, the fact that you let the laterals happen, I'm not even worried about the laterals. Laterals are going to happen. But you let them get from their side of the ball at their own 30-yard line all the way down the field. And then Gronkowski is the last line of hope. And yes, he's not the fastest guy. Gronkowski versus Drake in a foot race, obviously Drake is going to win. But the attempt that Gronk made at trying to get him. It's not Gronk's fault. I'm not saying it's his fault. It's not his fault. But what kind of attempt was that to tackle the man? He had a bad angle. He had a wrong angle. And the thing is, you don't put Gronk in for laterals. You put Gronk in expecting Hail Marys. Okay, Hail Mary comes in, Gronk 6-7. He's going to be able to bat it down. (laughs) All of a sudden, a couple blocks here and there, and they're gone. They're they're off to, through a lot. I. It's hard to talk about Mike because we've never seen something like this in in a professional NFL setting against the Patriots specifically, and it's 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 wild. Let's get to some of the comments, man. Please. Um, you know they've been sharing pretty much the same sentiment as us. They they're confused. A lot of Patriot haters out there, you know, happy. They're happy of course, to see of course. to see a game like this. Yeah. You know, you're very happy. Dreamville, sorry, Gaskowski, sorry, defense. Absolutely. I agree. This is a game, you know, you hate you hate to put the game on a kicker, but first, your first score, it was your first score. You know, you bring it down there, you score a touchdown, you miss the extra point. Against Miami, you're not thinking, okay, that might bite you at the end. But, I should have saw it coming a mile away. But it, it ended up happening, you know, this. And he's been, Gaskowski's been great. 
this this year. You know, he missed um I think a field goal last last game as well, or actually no, he missed a field goal last game. But compared to all the kickers and what we've seen in the NFL this year, Jaskowski's been one of the best. To see this happen, you gotta start thinking about his mental going forward as well. Can this, you know, kickers they're they're very frugal. Something like this can happen and it can mess him up for a couple of weeks. Let's see where his psyche is, because you're gonna really need him. My whole thing, Mike, is just the road. You're not you're not winning on the road. Yeah. And you're going into the playoffs where chances are it's a there's a reality, Mike, where every game is on the road. Very true. Very true. And right now the Patriots on the road have been three and four, stand with a three and four record whenever they're on the road. And that's not a solid road record for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. You know, you're hoping and praying that this team can defend home field like they usually do, but then also head on the field on the road and take care of business. And right now, you have to be honest about it. There's not a lot of confidence that this team can go out and win on the road. If it shakes out and the Patriots have to go to Kansas City, have to go to Pittsburgh, this team this year, yes, I know Patriots have had their way against Pittsburgh in years before, but are you very confident that this team this year, this season, the way this team is set up, can they go on the road to yes. Pittsburgh or Kansas City and get the win? They can't. They can, absolutely not. They can't go on the road. Last week we're here, laid back. Vikings won. Everything's cool. You know, this team looks like they got it together. The defense is rocking. Then you go to this game. Miami Dolphins scored 34 points on you. Regardless of whatever the score was, they scored a surmountable amount of points against you this game. And that should never happen. I don't care about the curse, whatever it is in Miami. When Miami beats you, it's usually a 17-14 game. Patriots offense play bad. They, they dropped 30 on you this game. And it's starting. you're starting to realize that this team cannot travel. And, it, and I don't know what it is. I don't know how you can fix that because three and four record, Mike, the proof is in the pudding. You haven't lost at home, which is awesome, but it's not looking like you're going to be playing at home a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's no real way to go around it. This is a team that struggles on the road. You know, They've had seasons before where the Patriots are one of the best teams on the road. They go out and they have a great road record. Not happening this year. Not happening this year at all. And – a loss like today just makes things much tougher moving forward because, again, you're going to have to hope that a lot of things shake out your way, a lot of things fall into the right place, that maybe, hopefully, you can still possibly have a chance at the number one seed. But it's not looking likely. All right, so reading some comments here. Um, a couple of things I want to bring up. Dreamville brought up the extra point. Came back to haunt us just like the Denver AFC Championship game a couple years ago. That was the game I was trying to remember. Gaskowski, you know, that was the game where Patriots had no offensive weapons. We had like Austin Colley, no Gronk, no Edelman in that game. And then, you know, you still could have beat Manning. You still could have beat that team, but you missed an extra point and that was all over. So definitely remember that, Dreamville. Deshaun said, just, just like the play last week with Cousin to Thielen or whatever. In the end zone wasn't supposed to happen. Despite the fact that we won that game, I was disappointed in that play. Secondary got cooked up. They got really cooked up this game. And we say that all the players definitely only had one reception other than Kenny Stills. But it was 
It was from everyone. <laughs> Butler, 23, it was a 23-yard catch. Yeah. Parker, it was an 18-yard catch. Um, Gore, 24 yards. Drake, 50, the touchdown that Drake just did. So there were big plays that were being led up throughout this game. And that's what you can't have. You know, the touchdown that I think it was Butler that had it, that was on Gilmore. You know, Gilmore's been having an amazing year. He chose he chose the, the wrong day to have a dud against his team. So Thielen was having his way. Even though they sacked him four times, you could commend Hightower. I thought Hightower really had a great game this um today. But overall, this defense got cooked up, Mike. Yeah, not proud of at the way the secondary played at all. But I mean at the, at the end of the day. Someone brought something up that I've been saying. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Please. Jay Caesar 23. It's like you, you've been reading my mind. This is what he said. Why are they taking reps away from Sony and White for freaking Rex? And he had that in all caps. Mike, what have I been saying? But you, what have I been saying obviously, for weeks? Look, here's, here's what I understand. We've seen spurts of Rex Burkhead having great games, great performances, great runs, great receptions. We've seen spurts of that. Obviously, they want to work him back in because at the end of the day, yes, he, he can make big plays, but at the same time, if Sony Michelle or James White needs a quick break, a quick, quick rest, that's the guy they can insert in. Now, to play the other side of that, how the hell are you going to break up something that's been working so well? If it ain't broke, what, Mike? Don't, Don't fix, fix it. it. Don't fix it. Michelle and James White have been rock solid every game. They've both been healthy and on the field. I understand having Burke head back. It's a, it's a help. It's an addition. It's an addition. It's definitely good to have him, like you said, with the rest. When, you know, guys tired, bring him in there because he is he is pretty versatile. He is a better runner than James White. But that James White, Sony Michelle do, like you said, has been great. And now you implementing him before James White even gets any any reps. And it's, it hasn't worked. The third downs you try to go to third, Burkhead has not been there. You know, there has been a lack of connection between Brady and Burkhead. He's been gone for a significant amount of time. Yeah. Know like, where the connection's at? James White, who's been having a Pro <coughs> Bowl season. Yes, I said it. James White's been having a Pro Bowl season. So why the hell are we playing Rex Burkhead? It's, it's, it's tough. You know, again, I think the Patriots may need to re reconsider that moving forward. Rex Burkhead, he's, he's on the team, but if you have these two guys who've been rock solid all season long, just let them be the guys. They get hurt, Rex Burkhead can step right up. They need a quick breather, Rex Burkhead can step right up. Other than that, third downs, James White should be on the field. Not even a question about it. That's it. Don't even think twice about it. James White on the field, third down. James White, Julian Edelman, their automatic third down presence on the field. Gronk, you can add Gronk in there. You can also well. add Gronk to that list. So, they McDaniel's Belichick. They need to reconsider James uh, Rex Burkhead's role on his team and how involved he is. He going to be how many snaps he's going to get. Um, but moving forward again next week, Pittsburgh, a must-win game now because you don't want to fall to nine and what five? No, it's must. It's must. It's win. a must-win. You start. You start falling more, and then you things start looking really slow for you. Luckily, you wanted to. You have the division locked up, so you're you're in the playoffs. They didn't lock it up today, though. You will have the division <laughs> locked up. You know, Miami's not going anywhere. This was Miami's Super Bowl, so true. 
So yeah, you got to take care of business against Pittsburgh next week because if you don't, you know, it's not even the fact that okay, Patriots will or will not make the playoffs. It's not even a question. It's just how much confidence do people have in the team and the team having themselves about how far could they possibly go? Because you're losing some bad games here. This was a bad loss. Yep. Yes, that play to end the game was terrible. But the fact, again, that you let up 30-plus points to Miami, bad loss. So you got to get your confidence back on track. And the only way right now that's in front of you to do that is to march into Philadelphia. Sorry, not Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Go into Field and defeat the Steelers on the turf. You have to. You are. And the thing is, you're a better team. Than, oh, yeah. You're a better team than the Steelers. But you're a better team than the Titans. You're a better team than the Lions. You're a better team than this Miami Dolphins team. What, what was the? What's another team that I'm missing that you lost to? Um, you're definitely a better team than the Jaguars. Yeah. Those are four teams you're a better team than. On the road, you weren't able to beat them. You're a better team than the Steelers, and the Steelers are better than all four of those teams that I just mentioned. Very you know, true. you have guys on the comments right now, I believe Deshaun, he just said he doesn't know what type of defense he's going to get. I'll tell you what type of defense you're going to get. You're going to get a bad defense. You can start. The proof is there now. On the road, this team cannot play defense until they show us otherwise. Next week is the biggest game of the year. Because they're going up in who you consider the best wide receiver tandem in all of the NFL. They're, they're the best wide receiver tandem, A.B. and Juju. Best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. And it's, this is where you're going to see what your defense – this team can score 40 on you easily. Dolphins score 30. Dolphins score 30. This team could easily score 40 on you. I know Connor, he's hobbled. We don't know what's going to happen with him. Maybe that could help out the um the Patriots in their favor. But on the road, you've been struggling. So how do you how you know you know this team is gonna want to bounce back after a loss like yeah, this? It's absolutely. gonna hurt for a couple. It, it could do two things to a team. A loss like this can affect you for the rest of the year, or it can motivate you to bounce back and really say, okay, we got to get our things together. Other words, obviously. But <laughs> knowing the Patriots and their Patriots history is the latter. They always get the things back together when a, they suffer a loss like this and they bounce back. This is a different team. You know, every year is different. But under a Belichick system, when usually when they lose a game, that next game they're coming for fire. So we – We'll really know what this team is made of next week against the Steelers. We'll certainly be watching because, like you just said, the Patriots need to bounce back and regain their confidence. But let the stars and sorry start to flow in. Hit the comments. Shout out to everybody who's been with us the whole show, dropping their comments. If you have your stars and sorries, please let us know so we can shout you out. But let's get to some highlights and some stars right. from this game. There are a few. There's some that I have in mind. There might be some that you have in mind. So please kick us off. All right, man. You know, I want to start off by giving Rob Gronkowski a star of the game. Look, he doesn't look as fast, right? He doesn't look as strong when when a guy initially hits him. He goes down. It's not like the old Gronk. When a guy initially hits him, he can bounce off them. And but on critical plays. The third downs, Brady was looking like looking at him, just like he was before earlier, Gronk, vintage Gronk. 
and Gunk delivered, man. Eight receptions on 107 yards, one touchdown on eight targets. This was a great game from Gronk. I don't care what you guys say. He looked slow. He looked crippled. He was serviceable, and he was shooting for this game. And if it, had the Patriots had won, we'd be talking a lot more about Gronk and how he affected this game. Absolutely. So I got to give Gronk the star. And also two more people, Julian Edelman, real quick, thought this was his best game. He looked really good. And um, Dante Hightower. Hightower was all over the field. A couple of sacks, tackles for losses. I thought he had a really good game as well. Uh, I'm looking at the comments, and this is one that I'm definitely in agreement with. Shout out to Dreamville. Star for Brady, especially first half Tom Brady. He was on fire. First half. First half Tom Brady stepping into his passes, laser throws, connecting that, that touchdown pass that he had to Cordell Patterson. Solid. He put the ball right on the money. Obviously, Patterson was a little wobbly with it because that's just Patterson when the ball's thrown over his shoulder. But Brady was on in in the money the first half. So I definitely have to give Brady a star of the game. Other than that, I'm with the in agreement with you, Gronk, Edelman. You know they all played well. I give star, uh, stars to them as well. But Marv, when there's the good. There's the bad. And we are bad on this show right here. We tell you, sorry. So let's get right into it because I know people already have some stuff that <laughs> that we already know is coming up. I'm looking at the comments. Sorry to the defense. And that's, that's the, probably the biggest one. Biggest one because, again, like we've talked about the whole show, the defense let up 30 plus points to the Miami Dolphins. And before the show even went on the air, you know, the commentators were talking about it. Miami's one of the worst teams offensively in the league. They're definitely one of the worst. And you wouldn't be able to tell that if you watched this game today versus the Patriots. They struggled. The defense struggled. And within that, sorry for the defense, sorry has to go to Jason McCourty. Kenny Stills cooked him. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, midnight snack, brunch, whatever you want. He had him, folded him up, chewed him up, spit him out, eight receptions, I think, uh, 135 yards, and a touchdown. That's a sorry. So, Jason McCourty, defense, for Marvin, myself, and a lot of guys who are in agreement, we got to give you a sorry. You got some things up in the comments. You know, Dreamville's trying to get me fired. <laughs> saying, Marv, why didn't your boy Slater make that tackle? You know if I answer that, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Boy. You know if I answer that, I might cuss. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, I'm trying to keep it civil. Don't ask me no questions like that. We're not going to talk Slater. I feel you, Slater, man. We're not, not going to talk Hall of Famer. He's going to be in Canton with a yellow jacket one day, Marv. For what? what Who's the... he putting it on? <laughs> what are the... For Brady? You'll be okay with putting Brady, putting Brady's jacket on for him. Give him, a, give him a nice high five. Don't talk Slater with me, Mike. Let's move on to sorries. Steven Guskowski. My smile just went away so fast. Steven Guskowski. I mean, extra point. You're in Miami. It's a beautiful day. You know, it's like 80 degrees. 80 degrees. 80 degrees. Beautiful day. No wind. All you got to do is kick the extra point, Mike. This kick. Was he an Eskimo or something? He want the cold? What's, like, does he want it to be a little chilly out there? Extra point. You do this game and, you know, our show moves on a little later. 
We talk about the overtime game, but we're not talking about, man, the extra point. You know, you know, there's going to be everyone in Gaskowski's locker room asking him questions. You know, now he has to, you know, put it on him. I dropped the ball. He better put it on him. Yeah, I mean, it's his fault. Just fault. You could blame it on him, obviously. He deserves a sorry. He's good. So, first of all, Steven Gaskowski, sorry. Uh, can't happen. Can't happen. Next sorry is us. Pats Nation. This is a sorry for us. I never gave a sorry to Pats Nation, but this one is for us. Diehard Patriot fan, Patriot supporters. I'm going to tell you, know, you like this. If you're a Patriots fan and a non-Patriots fan walks up to you this week and says, you know, what's, what's wrong with you guys? What kind of play was that to end the game? Like, are you guys stupid? What can you say? Just, just take your licks. Just take your being. Just accept the fact that your team did something very dumb to end the game and they couldn't stop a couple laterals and whatever kind of trickery that went on. Just accept it. Don't try to defend it. Don't say, if you come out and say, well, well, at least we have five Super Bowls. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't waste your time. Just just say, look, we we, we messed up. I could use another word, but. I'll use it. Family-friendly show. Sorry, sorry. We messed up. That's it. Hold your head up high, brush your shoulders off, and keep it moving. Now, if they want to get into more conversation, then you bring up, you know, Brady just passed Peyton Manning for touchdown Not the week passes. to talk about. Not the week to talk about. Don't do it. Don't do I'm it. just You're saying. Not the week to talk about. Don't let somebody that come at your whole life and your like, Patriots fandom. No, it's, it's, it's a sorry. It's a sorry. And someone brought up why I was going to bring up it's a sorry. You lose, and then your former team, teammates, players, Oh, yeah. Opposing players, Brandon Bolden. He should get a star. He comes. He comes in and he just he just smacks you around. I mean, who knows what he's gonna say? You know, Dion Lewis <laughs> came out the other time. Like that's what happens when you don't play players. Like the Patriots opposing um, former teams come out and they have great games. And I don't know what to say, man. This this one when you think of Miami and you think of Patriots losing to Miami. This one. This is this is the one you're always going to remember. Down the line, and I'm telling you guys right now, call it overreaction. I do not care. Somehow, some way, the Patriots do not make it to the finish line. You're gonna be looking at this game like, "Wow, Patriots really dropped the ball." So for that, past nation, I'm sorry, but we gotta we gotta give this to ourselves. This one hurts. We get a big fat old. Sorry. Give me heartburn just now. I'm so sorry. Uh again, Patriots next week taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a big game. Make sure you're tuning in because after the show, we will be holding down live right here per usual. I feel better though, Mike. This was like therapy. If we didn't have this show, I don't know what I'd be doing. Probably yeah. in my room by myself, not playing video games, not nah, staring at the I'd ceiling. play Madden, get a rematch. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Because what if what if disaster. what if Madden try to play? I would break my controller if Madden try to do some bull. I could I just stare at the ceiling <laughs> and be like, "Wow, we really lost to the Miami Dolphins in that fashion." Yeah, I can't lie. I do feel a little better now. You know, this was a good. Thank you, thank you for hearing me out. No, thank you, and thank, thank all of you. you thank because you. this is the conversation cool. we needed. That. Um, make sure you guys tune into the Patriots Roundtable. Oh, we got to talk about this again. Yeah, yeah. Tune into the Patriots Roundtable. Those videos will be dropping later this week. 
Uh, and then we also, you know, low key, got a little something in the works coming up. We will get into that a little bit later, come on, but Mike, come on. be on the lookout. Something in the works coming up real soon. Watch Celtics highlights. That's something to get ah, yeah. 53 points. All right, that 56, 56 point win. 56 point. Biggest point in win. franchise history. Definitely. Wow. So, you know, any final words, Mar, before we must win game? Steelers next week. You know where we will be. We'll be right here again talking this game, hopefully in a better mood. Shout out to all you guys, man. These comments have been going crazy. Shout out to y'all. Be here next week. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so once again, for Marvin Azan, I am Mike Molino. This has been the Patriots post-game show powered by CLNS Media, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all professional Boston sports. We will see you guys next week.